Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome to another edition of Spock Sports Show Podcasting, wherever you get your podcasts. And every Monday night on Buck 92 at 7 p.m., brought to you by Barberry Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. So able to catch up with Mount Pleasant after their big win over Bay City Western and looking ahead to their big game versus Bay City Central. We've got Riley Olson, Logan Baroda, Chuck, Coach McIntyre here with me as we're talking some Mount Pleasant Oiler football. Friday night, uh, 24-21 was the score late in the fourth quarter. How much time was left when you guys got the ball back, Coach? Upper twos, maybe like yeah. two fifty yeah. or something like that. I think yeah. something close to that. Because we said we said, all right, we're going two minute drill, but we don't have to panic because like, right. we had we had a decent amount of time. So so I'm on the air in Beale City, and they were up thirty five zero at the half. Really put it on Lake City. They looked terrific. But I, as we're going to the post game show, I get a text from Andy Tyson. You know, I get a text from my buddy Poles and whatever. And I hadn't heard anything from Bubba. And I says, man, I said I'm a little little worried. And I talked about us, you know. Coach Mack and I talked about this is a different Bay City Western football team than it's been, you know, the past ten years. And so take us through the long touchdown to win it. You know, I, I heard from Bubba finally, 70-yard touchdown, one minute to go, we win it. You know, da 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 I want to start with you, Coach. Talk, talk about the play you called at that moment. What was the down distance, if you remember? Yeah, it was fourth and six. Um, we, had, we had struggled all night offensively executing, to be honest with you. And similar in that possession, we had, some, we had dropped the ball right before that on an open, open pass. And um, so we, um, we called timeout, I think, right? Yeah. No, they, we, called, they we, called timeout. We lined up. In a different or in a same yep. formation, yeah. Because we went ninety-one switch, right, yep. to start with. That was our plan. Yep. Um. Yep. And we were just going to throw a pass play to just get the first down, and then they called a timeout. And really, I got to put it on Logan. Logan's the one who called the play. Um. He 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 was um um he wanted to go uh, Z post, which is a, a play we had set up and, and thought would be there during the week. Um. But I was nervous because of the way we run it. Um. We don't really have a secondary option. It's like a home run shot or not. We didn't really, and I wanted to make sure we got the first down. We had saw time left on the clock, so we kind of changed it. So he had two options: he could throw a route that would get us the first down, or he could take the shot um, right. for the touchdown. And um, to be honest with you, I thought the coverage that came out in, he should have just went for the first down. But he had confidence <laughs> yeah. in his throw, and Riley made a great catch and a run after the catch, and so uh, the rest is history. Yeah, talk about you, Logan. What did you see when that play started up? Oh uh, yeah, to be honest, I remember looking over. McIntyre was kind of like shaking his head a little nervous, and uh, I was kind of double thinking myself. But then I was like, "We got to make a play here," and and I was getting nervous because we hadn't executed all night that we needed to win on one play, kind of in my mind. And if we we had still sixty yards to go or whatever, and we didn't have any timeouts, and it was like not that I, we needed to take a shot there, but I felt like Riley had it, had it in him, and we got it done. Yeah, now Riley, take us uh, through for you. It said you you're going out on the the post route, was it that you that you yeah. ran? So take kind of take us through the play for you. You know what I mean? You you come up to the line, you hear the call, you you know it might be going to you. Kind of talk us through, talk us through the whole thing if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, I mean Logan called the play, and I knew we were going to take a shot once they called that timeout. We were going to go for it. So I mean, Logan called the play. I had the confidence. I knew Logan was going to get me a good ball. I was going to run the route, and we were going to win the game. Yeah, now, what's it like playing with a quarterback like him? I mean, anywhere you are on the field, yeah. you can sing it to you. And I guess you talked about there was a run after catch a little bit, too. Kind of, you know, yeah. Take us through what that moment's like when you, you, you're you breaking it, and you might not even have the thought process at that moment of, oh, my gosh, I'm, I might win the game here. But, you know, kind of talk us through. I mean, it's great. I know Logan's always going to give me the ball. I mean, no matter what I run, I know Logan's going to get it there. I'm going to catch it, and we're going to score. I mean. And, Chris, I, you weren't at a game, but really 
that was a big play, but these two connected on a way bigger play earlier in the game. Talk about that. I mean, it, it was another fourth down. Yeah. Like, we, we struggled. It was, it, you guys it had was two rough. fourth down touchdowns? We converted. Yeah, they, they these two converted on two long fourth wow. down touchdowns, and we had to convert on fourth down a couple times. We I think we went for it on fourth a couple other times and didn't get it. I mean, we, yep. did, we struggled. Mm-hmm. But um, And this play was a broken down play that was didn't come out really well either. And um, Riley just turned up and took off, and Logan was scrambling around, and he just literally threw it in the back of the end zone, and Riley made a great catch. and So that was a huge that, – that play was even more like kind of a bigger ad-libbed kind of yep. broken play that turned out to be really big in our favor. So um, these two connected twice on fourth down. <laughs> and so, Logan, that, that play earlier in the game, you're under pressure, you're kind of rolling out, and you see Riley. And instead, and I guess that's the thing, when you got an arm like this guy, instead of coming back to the ball, sometimes you take off towards the end zone, Riley. Yeah. Can you guys t- talk us through that play? Yeah, we had a, a sticker out basically on, and, and Riley ran. I didn't really want to force it in there. I knew we had to make a play on fourth down, but it was kind of like he had to catch it and get the first down. So I kind of just rolled out and and knew that him and Easton were down there and just threw and it And I was and screaming from the sideline, throw the ball because it was fourth down. <laughs> it was fourth down, yeah. so don't take a sack. Don't throw it away. Like, I, mean, I remember that. Yeah. And Riley, for you, when that ball went in the air, you got to track it down to the back of the end yeah. zone. Yeah. Talk about that. I mean, I knew Logan. I mean, his arm's strong enough, so I just started running. Yeah. So, I mean <laughs> – I had a linebacker on me. I knew I was faster than the guy. He couldn't keep up, so I just started running. Logan's going to get it to me. I'm going to go up and make a play. How much do you love the confidence from the sophomore right here? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> I, sometimes I forget he's a sophomore, which is a good thing because <laughs> yep. if I knew he was a sophomore, he'd be getting his butt chewed a lot more and <laughs> I'd have a lot more issues in practice. But he's been he's been a tr- tremendous addition to our team. And, and our seniors know one of the things we talked about last night is that, um, you know, these seniors, it's a big class, and they kind of have took the team on themselves. But – they learned a hard lesson that they need some other guys, and um, and they they didn't really kind of some of them didn't come through as much as we wanted to last night, and, and, and guys like Riley stepped up, and and that's what makes this team unique, and I think is going to give us opportunity to be successful as we move forward. Yeah, last time I was over there, Riley, it was the the mud bowl. How long was the grass over at Bay City Western for you guys this Friday? I mean, it wasn't too bad. I right. mean, it's definitely a lot different from like playing at turf, like our home field is. But I mean, it's not. Too different. I mean, it's not terrible, but and that and that's the old uh, age old thing though. You got that fast team come in, and you grow the grass a yeah. little bit longer. We yeah. were out in Beale City; they got a little bit more speed than Lake City. They, they cut it pretty short Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> and now we'll start with you, Logan. Here, I'm going to ask all three of you guys this: Who's somebody that that stood out to you on Friday night? It might be the guy sitting across from me, or you know, maybe somebody defensively that you saw. Yeah, it was. I think it was definitely Riley for me. He he read his key really well and was flying around, making a lot of plays defensively. I mean, he caught the ball on offense too, but defensively he read his key and was just going at it. I think we – I mean, we had a lot of guys read our keys and, and trust it, uh, a couple of plays that broke or whatnot. But overall, the defense as a whole, I would say, stood out to me. I mean, the the fourth down stop at the end of the game, fourth down stop on the goal line after we just uh, turned the ball over. Just, like, tons of things that, like, the defense just stood up and said, no not, matter not what – Not today. No matter what the offense is doing, we're, we're going we're gonna to take it into our own hands. Coach? Uh, for me, it's Cal Kowalt. Um, he, he played exceptional on defense. Um, he was hard to block, and he was in their backfield at times. And, and Cal, we've talked before, a unique motor. Um, I challenged a lot of seniors about the way they played their night, but he wasn't one of them. Um, he, he, uh, he, he was, you know, went in a fullback and blocked people and did things. So 
Um, he, he stepped up. I, I, he made some really big plays on defense. The one thing about their offense is if it can get four or five yards every play, hard to prepare it's, hard to, it's hard to stop. And he put them in a couple situations where he tackled a back in the backfield, and now they're in a second and 11 or a third and eight. And that now, now we can still give up six yards and they got a punt. And so Cal did that a couple times, and that was a big difference, I think, for yeah, us. Bay City Western's one of those teams. If, if they come out with you on third and three, they're going to take two downs and they're going to pick up three yep. yards. They, you know, yep. Just kind of the program they have. Ralph, who's somebody that stood out to you? Uh, I don't think there was one specific person that stood out. I mean, I don't think I won that game. I don't think Logan won that game. I think we won that game as a team, and we all executed and did our job. So, can't give me one guy. You know, no, no. You, you could you could throw out this guy, number twelve. Across I mean, him. I can. Yeah, <laughs> I for sure can. Time for a quick break here. Olin Spock Sports Show back with more after this. Riley Olson, a Logan Baroda, Chuck, Coach McIntyre. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. What's going into the locker room like after a win like that, guys? It, it's a whole other experience. I mean, there's nothing like it in the world. You go in there, you're with your boys. I mean, everybody's going nuts. We're all hyped up. It's just the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I joke about how, you know, when I get done with some of these football games, you know, I've got that I've got that high from that game, the, the, the crazy finish or something like that. And I imagine for you guys, it's like times 50. You know what I mean? What was it like in the locker room? Yeah, I was really excited. I mean, for me personally, I was pretty mentally exhausted. Um, and, and, uh, and frustrated. I mean, um, when you've been doing it so long, sometimes the wins feel good. Sometimes the losses don't feel that bad. You know what I mean? Because your your focus isn't on the score at the end of the game as much as it used to be. It's like, how did we execute? So I was really frustrated with a lot of things we did that night. I was really happy with win. I was fired up at the end when we won. But I just remember walking. It was, it's a long walk at Western back there. I'm just thinking, one, how did we win this game? <laughs> Two, we really didn't deserve to, but thankfully we did. And and so, um, and, and I think our guys were exhausted too. I mean, it was a physical football game. Um, you know, I mean, it was, it was, they're physical on offense, they're physical on defense. Um, and so we, we were, we were, t- we were trying to celebrate in the locker room and it was exciting, but I think the guys were like, I'm, I'm too tired to do this even, you know? <laughs> yeah. What about so. you, Logan? Yeah. You say what was it like in the locker room, it took us 15 minutes to get to the locker room <laughs> yeah. in the locker room. Yeah. We ran across the field and then up by the school and then we had to get, wait a little bit to get in, but. I mean, just sitting there, like, everyone's excited, but everyone's exhausted. People sat down waiting to get in, and then once we finally dig in the locker room, you know, we went crazy or whatever, but it's, it's awesome in the locker room after a win, and yeah, it was and great over there. To get a win like this, um, you know, you know, momentum is that funny word that people always use, but how, how much does a win like this going to carry forward for you guys, Logan? Like, when you guys go out to practice today, I mean, it's still all going to be about, man, da, 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 da. no, it's yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> touche, coach, touche. <laughs> Yeah, and, I don't know, and I don't know what that sound was there that I just did anyways either. <laughs> kind of kind of what he said, yeah. Like, I felt like this game compared to Bay City Central last year so much. We got, you know, like four, four or five games in, we got comfortable. We got comfortable at practice. We got comfortable on film. We got comfortable in the game. 
And this game was like a punch in the face, no matter what happened. Like, it was just like, whoa, for me. And I think for a lot of guys and a lot of the seniors, too, like, it doesn't matter, like, whether we won or lost that game. It was X and O's points. And practice is going to be a lot different this week. And it's like, the, like, how big that game was for us on Friday night was, like, really important. Because that was, like, a step that we needed to take in our season that we were getting too comfortable that now we can we can take the next step and gain more momentum from the, not only the win but the wrongdoings that we can fix. Yeah, and so a lot of stuff to fix, but it still came on a win. Right. Kind of yep. what you're saying. What about you, Riley? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a big momentum shift for us. I mean, we just got to keep going, stay focused. I mean, yep. That game's in the past now. We we're gonna play our game. We're gonna we're gonna go out there and win against Busy Central. And now, uh, Logan, coach, I want you to talk about this guy in, in Easton Day too. Um. You and I came into the year talking about, you know, running the football because you lost the two guys two guys from wide receiver that went on to play football at the next level. It's pretty pretty darn special to have. Um, but with the emergence of this guy in Easton Day, the passing game's becoming just as explosive as it was last year, Coach. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, and you're right. You and I talked a lot, and I, I joked with Logan in the offseason, like, oh, all those stats you had last year, forget them this year. You know what I mean? Like, And I did. I mean, and the way we approached – we're kind of – we're only, I'll be honest with you, we're, we are in an evolution of our offense this year. I feel like, what, we're going into week six? I feel like we're kind of in week three because really everything we prep preseason, we're really not doing right now <laughs> because we learned our identity is a little different than I thought it was going to be. Um, thanks to guys like Riley and Easton and stuff like that. You know, I didn't, you know, you don't know, you know what you have coming back and you look at it on paper and you go, okay, yeah, we should be able to run the ball our whole line's back. We got backs back, you know, that kind of stuff. And that hasn't kind of been the way it's been. And and we have a great quarterback who has a lot of experience, so that always makes a big difference. And now we've got guys who are making plays in the passing game. So it's allowed us to kind of, for me, to change my mindset on, like, how we operate. And so now we just want to continue to evolve and be able to do everything well. And so we got to improve on our run game still and all those kind of things. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been a little bit of a different, and, and Riley's been a big part of that for sure. Yeah, I don't want to make it a little bit different for you, Logan. I imagine, you know, you played basketball with Easton last year. You kind of saw some of what he brought to the table. But with Riley Olson over here, was there a moment that you knew practicing in the summer, practicing in the preseason, where you're like, oh, man, this, this guy's going to be a dude out there for me? Yeah, I mean, the 7-on-7s seven seven were pretty big. Uh, defensively, we had him out there for a while first. And I could go, like, oh, this kid's a playmaker. And the McIntyre joke that he never play offense. And he's just a defensive guy. I need him on defense as a sophomore. But then I, I knew Matt couldn't hold himself back and needed him <laughs> out there as a playmaker. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just in the summer, seven-on-sevens, we could tell that he had he had what it takes and he needed to learn a few things, but he did, and now he's here. Yeah, and for you, Riley, how much does, you know, you, you're coming into this, you're thinking defense probably. Yeah. Against, you know, how, how much did that help you confidence-wise playing defense in the seven-on-sevens and maybe seeing what you need to do as a wide receiver? For sure. I mean, First year varsity, I mean, came in, you're going to be a little scared, you know, not much to expect. And then you go out there, you start to get comfortable, and you realize, wow, I can really do this. And then you kind of just get in a groove, and then you stick with it. Yep. And now, similar to somebody picking out, you know, stood out Friday, coach, who's somebody who's been like the biggest surprise on this team this year? And it, it might be Riley, maybe kind of a loaded question here, but. Um, and Riley's been a, a, a pleasant surprise, but I think right away, the first name that comes to me is Jackson Dern. Um, uh, Jackson, he's played exceptionally well, um, every week. Um, he's, uh, and, and what I love, I love his story because one of the things that's frustrating as a varsity football coach is a lot of times players, parents, um, other people have this mindset of like what they did in seventh and eighth grade, like, oh, that, what, this is what we're going to be on varsity football. You know what I mean? 
And as a varsity coach, you see the change that happens to young men from ninth to 12th grade all the time. I'll, I'll throw myself off for the example. I played with some running back tight end, I think, in eighth grade flag football. I wasn't going to be doing that if I played in high school. Yeah, yeah, and there's a million stories like that. And so sometimes when you start throwing a name out early in the season, you're like, this guy's going to be pretty good. He's going to help us. And you get the eye roll from dads, and you get the eye roll from, you know, like, really, really? And I'm, and it's just nice to know that my evaluation of football <laughs> is still pretty good, like in the sense of he's been he's been awesome for us. He he had a big, huge touchdown catch for us Friday. Um, and But he's physical. I mean, you know, he's he was a guy who played safety, and wide receiver pretty much his whole life. And right now, he's just one of our best blocking tight ends. And he just kind of – he hasn't even taken very many reps there. And and so, um, it's just cool to see him. And he's been starting on defense, and he's physical, and he does his job. And um, so, I'm really happy for Jackson. I think he's been a real big surprise for our team this year. Yeah, but now I don't think this is a question I could ask you, Riley, because you're just a sophomore, I guess, yeah. or whatever. But, Logan, is there there's somebody, you know, maybe besides Jackson that's kind of stepped up and a big, big standout to you this year? Uh, Yeah, I mean, for sure, Jackson. I can see that, too. I think Caden Ivey's uh, came out of his shoes a little bit. Last year, I think he was down on JV for quite a few games, and, and people always say, oh, that's terrible. But he was playing last year, and a lot of guys weren't. He was getting reps, and a lot of guys weren't. And he really took that in. And, and he, he had a couple crucial runs for us uh, Friday night that if he just, you know, oh, I was a JV player last year, and I, I'm just going to skip by this year, and I'll move on next year, whatever. No, he worked hard, and, and he's doing a good job. And, and that, that stands out to me because it gives Newbecker a break. And – and it and it helps our offense, and maybe he doesn't break a couple of those runs if he doesn't work like he did. Yeah, I really like how you pointed that out because he said down on JV, something. Well, take advantage of that. You're out there getting the reps. And well, it, and you look, we have Jackson Dern, Caden <laughs> Ivy, Josiah Green. Those guys all played JV football last year as juniors. Um, but the key point is all, they played. They're all starting for us right now as seniors. You know, that could be looked as a demotion sometimes to players. And we do that frequently throughout the season um, over the years, depending on how it fits with what we're trying to do. And um, Logan's exactly right. Them being able to play instead of just watching every game and getting that experience, I think, is a reason that they're contributing this year. Yep. And now Bay City Central coming up this Friday. What are you expecting from them? <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. expecting them to think they're going to come in here and beat us because they did last year. Yep. Uh, Logan, I mean – and and I'll I think with Coach Mack here I, I always make the joke with him it's my job to look ahead it's his job to stay focused I'm, he's the type of coach I think he's going to let you circle any game on the calendar but after last year you, you want this game pretty bad don't you Yeah we we had a lot of games or I had a lot of games personally that I like to circle um, this was definitely one of the bigger ones you know they they ruined our season last year frankly honest like they've ruined our season um, yeah it's we just got to play ourselves I mean watching the film last night what we didn't do on Friday that we could have done, some of the stuff like that. We should just – a nameless opponent this week, homecoming, a lot of distractions. I think we focus on our stuff and uh, and go get our school a win for Friday. And, Riley, to have a guy like Logan Baroda, Chuck, he's know he's mm-hmm. going to the next level to I'll play at least one sport, I'll, I'll say that, uh, yeah. CMU next year to play quarterback. What's it like looking up to a senior like him – that you know is put in the work and, it, and it's paying off for him to go to the next level? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lot of help. I mean, it's great. I mean, because – I know that as I get older, I'm going to try my best to be like Logan because he's such a leader for me and for this team. Yeah, and now I've asked him this quite a few times, but is there, what other sports do you play here at Mount Pleasant? Uh, I play baseball and basketball too. All right, what's your favorite sport? Football. Football. Easily, yeah. What would your high school be like if there was no high school sports? Oh, <laughs> that's a tough question. Yeah, I hey, mean, it's it. Uh, Logan will tell you it's meant it to be was, a tough question. It was tough last week or two weeks ago when you asked me and Cal. I mean. 
I don't know. I, that was my answer. I don't know. I probably would be very shy and not have very many friends and kind of yeah. go about my business and go home and move on. Mm-hmm. And, and hearing that from Logan Barotichuk kind of says something, doesn't it, Coach? Yeah. I, I mean, what and high school sports provide these you, youngsters? You and I have talked about it week in and week out. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a game changer. And high school, and you know, that ninth to 12th grade window, there's so many things you're going to learn about yourself as a person besides, you know, I was a science teacher besides the chemistry equation or that stuff's all really important, you know, but the social development you get in high school – learn how to interact with people, be part of a team. And it doesn't matter whether that team is the marching band or the football team. It's like interacting with people and learning how to do that. We we can all see that in what happened during COVID and and some of the things that we're still facing due to that and the the lack of interaction people got at that time. So, um, yeah, I don't think anybody wants to think about not having the ability to to do interact with people in that kind of way. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, Riley. That question is supposed to be a that's my stumper question now that that I go to yeah. every time. And, and, but I, it's one of those. I wish I could have the video on there to show to people of like how much this means to these kids. And if you took it, it gets taken away. If it ever did, it would just be. I, I can I can't even imagine. Like. Say, Brad Gross maybe had the best answers. Coach John Beal City said, I probably would have been farming at 16. <laughs> you know, it was just and, – and he was probably a great student, and you guys, you know, get good grades. When I talk with kids who are sick or not, they get good grades, but sports matter to these yeah, kids I a think lot. a good way to look at it is that I don't, I don't ever see it happening because there's things that get people fired up, and there's so many people that have had great positive experiences from that in their own lives as, that now are adults that wouldn't let that happen. You know, I mean, that, that it means that much. There's things that, you know, you know, people don't even know go out of school and don't care about as adults that maybe they should, but because it wasn't super important to them. Um, but if you start talking about things like taking away extracurricular activities or not having sports, you would see a vast outcry of adult people who had such a positive experience that want that for other people. Yeah. Coach Mack, Riley, Logan, thank you guys so much for joining me. Appreciate it. Good luck to you guys against Bay City Central. Thank you. Thank you. Another big, big thank you to those three taking some time to chat with me. Yeah, Coach Max, right? I don't think high school sports are going anywhere, but I love asking kids those questions now because it just, just kind of shows how important it is to them. Make sure you join me on another edition of Spock Sports Show next week, 7 p.m. on Buck 92. But you can also find my podcast with Cigarette Academy and Beagle City available now at MyMichiganPodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.